Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. USC coach Lincoln Riley's uh, got a football game this weekend. They're flying a little bit under the radar, the Trojans are, as uh, Oregon and Colorado on center stage uh, for their game at 12.30 on Saturday at Autzen Stadium. And you also have, obviously, um, Utah and USC playing a 12.30 game. And then your 4 o'clock game, you got Oregon State and Washington State, two ranked teams. And at 7.30 on Fox, it's USC at Arizona State, a game that not many people are talking about. But some people are talking about USC football today because of something Lincoln Riley did. The Southern California News Group, which is comprised of the Orange County Register and some other papers, has been suspended for with access to the team for two weeks. Luca Evans is the beat reporter for USC football for the Orange County Register, and USC apparently not happy with Luca. Lincoln Riley took issue with a story that was published last week in the story Uh, Luca Evans wrote about a conversation that two players had while preparing to talk with the media at USC. Now, USC contends that this is a violation of its policy prohibiting reporting on anything outside of media availabilities in the practice facility. I call BS on that because Luca doesn't work for USC, and if he witnesses something, if he sees something positive or negative, He is well within his right as a media member to report on it. But USC uh, apparently taking issue with this story. And, uh, and, uh, you know, apparently uh, this isn't the first time that they've been unhappy with Luca. But the beat reporter at Orange County was warned and now has been suspended. Now, the Orange County Register, the senior editor there, Todd Harmonson, who I know, uh, reached out to USC and uh, basically uh, asked for the suspension to be rescinded. Jen Cohen, the brand-new athletic director at USC, didn't have this on her bingo card, dealing with Lincoln Riley in the media in her first month on the job, replied to the letter on Monday evening and stood by Lincoln Riley and stood by the two-week suspension. Now, I'm not surprised that Jen Cohen did that. She's fairly new on the job. She did not hire Lincoln Riley. She's brand-new AD. She's coming in. She kind of has to side with her football coach and her media relations department. Now, Katie Ryan is the director of football communications for USC. Katie is the person who is uh, basically uh, left holding the bag here. Uh, but I really do think this is Lincoln Riley driven. And I think it's a bad look for Lincoln Riley. There's a much easier way for Lincoln Riley to enforce this policy or should I just say, work with the reporter uh, as it pertains to this. There's a conversation that could be had and said, hey, look, we don't want to lock you out of the building. We would love it if uh, you didn't report on stuff that you saw. I get that you saw that. But in the end, to me, this is more like, hey, I'm at a football game. I see something that happens. I see a conversation that happens on the sideline. Are you going to rescind my credential, Lincoln Riley? Like, give me a break. It's small-minded, your eyes off the ball. I think it's a bad look for USC. That said, 
I am also looking at the Orange County Register. It's a fine newspaper, and I, I know Tart Harmonson well. He's a longtime Southern California editor in a variety of different papers, including the Orange County Register. He does a good job. I think he's in a tough spot here because these newspapers have now turned to hiring less experienced, less um, nuanced, less um, you know aware, uh, and cheaper labor when it comes to reporting on these teams. And so you're getting some some uh, you know disagreements that I think shouldn't even be an issue. Like I'm not even sure why this wasn't just a conversation between the reporter and the sports information director or the reporter and the head football coach because believe me I've had problems with coaches in my time and I've solved the vast majority of them by just having a conversation in which we go hey look I'm not I'm not here to go out of my way to take a cheap shot at you but here's why I wrote what I wrote and then the individual coming back and going hey I disagree with you and here's why I feel the way that I feel and that often that often kind of curbs the issue. Jake Dickard, who's coming on the show a little bit later, got upset with me last year in the offseason. Washington State head football coach, he was mad that I reported that his defensive coordinator was leaving Washington State, leaving Pullman, for the job at Arizona State, getting a significant pay raise, and getting to call his own defense. See, Jake Dickard didn't like it because he said, hey, I let these guys, I give these guys autonomy. You, you wrote, you know, I, I wasn't happy with you. And you wrote that, you know, this this coach didn't have autonomy, and that's part of why he left. And and I get why Jake Dicker was upset at it, because Jake Dicker thinks that's going to make it harder for me to go out and find his replacement, because everybody's going to be going, am I going to get to call my defense, or am I going to have to call your defense? Um, you know, as it turned out, all, all how it ended was Dicker texted me, I called him i talked to him about it he said water under the bridge i said look i'm not here to try to make you look bad but this is actually what i think what i feel what i'm being told and you know that's why i i reported what i reported and he goes fine then we disagree and it's okay it's not personal nobody needs to pull someone's credential or ban them from the arena but i can tell you that sometimes these entities like usc like the trailblazers for crying out loud let's be real uh, sometimes these entities get a little bit entitled, and especially USC football winning the way it's won with the aspirations it has, they can certainly put the Orange County Register at a distinct disadvantage by yanking the credential and making it more difficult for them to cover games, therefore sending a message, do it our way or we'll yank your credential again. It's a really bad look. It's a bad precedent to set. should have been handled in a... Uh, conversation between the SID and the reporter or the football coach and the reporter. But in the end, I'm uh, left shaking my head going, man, is this like state-sponsored media, the beginning of state-sponsored media in Los Angeles? Like, can I can I really look at a straight face at anything that's reported about USC football by any of the beat reporters and not in the back of my mind be thinking they must be continuing to get access because they're playing by the rules? Um, and, and as I've told the coaches, I've told Jonathan Smith this, I've told Dan Lanning this, Chip Kelly, Mark Helfrich, Willie Taggart, Mario Cristobal, Mike Riley, Gary Anderson, there are going to be some days where you don't like me. Pick up the phone and yell at me. I'll yell back. We'll be fine in the end. I think that's how you have to do it. Stephen, what do you make of this? USC football pulling the credential and the access, suspending a reporter 
from being able to cover the team for two weeks. I don't like it. I, I don't like it at all. It does. It, I don't know how to describe. Like, it feels like um, USC is very self-conscious about himself, about themselves, right? Like, they can't take any type of criticism, and that's not how it works, especially in sports. And, you know, may, you know we talked about fans getting into fights, like, Sometimes we can't trust the teams that we root for. Like, I can't trust the Trailblazers, and I want to root for the Blazers. I want to believe that I can trust them. I can't trust them, and there's done a lot of things in the past that has made it that way. And so now maybe with USC, maybe there's fans that don't trust USC because they're not putting out the actual message of what, you know, of what people actually think, and they're trying to just push the narrative of making it all you know, roses and it's all perfect there when it's not. And if you see, if you see mistakes – you got to report it, and that—that's the one thing in the media, John. With me, like when I when I took this job and when I got in it, it's like I'm just gonna say the truth of what I feel and be authentic, and that's all I can provide. That's the only thing I can bring. That's the number one thing I can bring is authenticity, and that's all I want, and that's what I want out of my sports teams or out of any sports business. And that's why, you know, with a guy like Coach Prime and Dion, I like the fact that he's out there and he's saying things, what's on his mind, whether it's you know the right thing to say or not. I love it because he's saying the truth. I hate when, you know, teams and schools do this type of thing to the media and say, you know what, we're going to block you for two weeks because we don't like what you said. Like, it doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to have some criticism of your of your franchise or your school. It's just it's just a bad look on USC's part to do that. Like, it just makes it seem like they're really, they're really small and they just don't care. It, it clouds um, all yeah. the rest of their coverage. Yeah, it just it, makes it so you can't yeah. trust you can't trust them. And, you know, I... I I do think there's part of USC. There's an arrogance that, that comes along with being USC that I think even down deep USC would acknowledge. But, you know, it's funny because on Father's Day two years ago, I did this piece uh, at com. It was fatherhood of the Pac-12 conference. And so I reached out to several coaches, athletic directors, you know, high-profile people in the Pac-12 conference, and I said, hey, tell me about your dad. Super fun, super gentle, like no conspiracy here. Like, you know, like everybody should have wanted to participate in this. And I got participation as the conference commissioners told me about his dad. And Kelly Graves, the Oregon basketball coach, said, here's what my dad is about. And Scott Barnes, the athletic director at Oregon State, said, here's what my dad's about and what I learned from him. Bernard Muir at Stanford participated, and Jennifer Cohen at Washington participated, and uh, it, you know it was like Pat Chun at Washington State participated. The athletic directors at Colorado and Utah were all too happy to participate and call me, tell me about their dads. I reached out to Katie Ryan, who's in charge of football at USC, and I said I'd love to talk to Lincoln, Lincoln Riley for five minutes about his dad. And they wanted, like, 14 questions answered before they could even consider it. When would this run? What are you going to ask? Do you have the questions? Where you know? And then they were like, uh, we're going to pass. You know, it's like it was too, what, folksy for USC? Too revealing? I don't know. Maybe Lincoln Riley just didn't want to talk about his dad. Maybe they didn't want him talking in front of what was then, you know, subsequently like 10 or 15 days later that they decided to leave the Pac-12 conference. I don't know. But it felt to me like their eye was off the ball a little bit. And I'll, I'll be honest, when Caleb Williams slid into Radio Row this last summer in Vegas, as, you know, I'm doing the show from Vegas, it's Pac-12 Media Day, Katie Ryan's with him. She's alongside. She's not heavy-handed. Like, I, other than a hello or a wave, I'm not really even talking to her. 
So I can't think that this is a directive that is coming from like a heavy-handed media person who wants control of the narrative. I just actually think that something got reported that Lincoln Riley wasn't happy about, and he's trying to send a code red to a media member here. Um, I'm trying to get Todd Harmonson, the uh, sports editor uh, at, at the Orange County Register, on the show. Um, you know, he. I'm going to give him the phone number and let's see if he uh, let's see if he'll call in to talk about it because I would love to know kind of the back and forth of what happened. Um, you know, behind the scenes uh, with this whole thing. So, uh, you know, I'm giving him the phone number right now, guys. If uh, if he calls in, let's pop Todd Harmonson on. He's the Orange County Register's managing editor in charge of sports. So, uh, you know, love to have him pop on and talk about it. But, Stephen, you know, the Blazers took away my season credential in a move that was not unlike what the USC is doing. They just they took my season credential and they said, you can apply on a game-to-game basis. Basically, they just said, we're going to make this really hard for you you have to give notice when you're going to show up. We're not going to make it easy for you on a whim to go, hey, I'm going to go to the Blazer game and cover something. And they were sending a message uh, to me just essentially about, you know, not uh, writing negatively about the Trailblazers. Yeah. And that came on Neil Olshay's watch. And, it's, and yeah, don't, yeah. don't be critical of our team, but it also, to me, John, it screams like, if they're going to take your credential away from that, like, what will stop them from taking away the credential for anything? Like, they are just so trying to control every single message, and you can't do that. Like, people see right through that, and it's, there's got to be some type of trust that goes with it. So I got him. Todd Harmonson. Now we have uh, we have Todd Harmonson of the Orange County Register who is joining. Todd, thank you for popping on. Like, we've been talking about this and talking about why it's bad and small-minded, but give us an idea from from your standpoint how this all unfolded. So I got a call from our sports editor on Friday letting me know that USC was doing this. And I said, what are you talking about? I read that story, and it seemed innocuous, if anything, really positive. Um, our reporter, Luca Evans, saw a, an exchange between two USC teammates, uh, one who was going to come talk to the media for the first time. And his teammate encouraged him and just said, just talk about the team. Um, and it was a nice, touching, human thing. Um, he used that in his story, and USC went ballistic, um, and they decided that they were going to suspend his access um, to the team for two weeks. And it just blew my mind. That's, you know, that was not anything that was reporting strategy. It wasn't reporting even an injury. It was a nice, touching, human moment. But apparently that's not allowed at USC. Are, are they trying to send a message to other media, or were there prior transgressions and this was, in their eyes, a final straw moment? They said this was about that story. Um, Lucas has been on the beat a short time, and now he, he came in strong, uh, really aggressive, and made sure to introduce himself to everybody. They hated that. Um, you know, he would say hello to people away from the field, not interview them, because that's not allowed. But he would say hello, introduce himself. Those types of things really bothered them, and they were on edge about Luca, um, because that wasn't technically the way they wanted the the game played. And I, so it seems like this put put them over the edge 
but it, it was something just so harmless. You know, I, my first reaction, and we included this in the letter that we sent to um, USC President Carol Folt, Athletic Director Jen Cohen, and Riley, was you're kicking a guy out for two games for a false start. Yeah, it should have been a conversation. Like, you've been around this game long enough, Todd, and I, I've been in enough disagreements with teams and executives and media representatives that you have a conversation and you go, hey, here's what I saw. You know, I get it that this is your rule, but I've actually told some colleges, I've said, hey, I don't work for you. So, you know, you if you want to tell your athletes not to talk to me when they're on the field or when they're passing me on the street or not to reach out to me yeah. and message me, that's that's your prerogative, but it, it's not going to control what I do. This it just feels yeah. really heavy-handed. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, my guess is they look at Yuka, uh, Luca, excuse me, who is, you know, he's young-looking. Um, it's kind of funny, you know, a buddy of mine saw him in the press box um, at the opener and asked if we had, asked jokingly if we'd hired a high school kid. He's got a, a kid face. And I'm sure Riley is just, he's trying to exert control over somebody he considers an easy target. That's that's how this feels. And, you know, yeah, like you, I've been around enough coaches who want to have some control, but they kind of get it a lot better than it seems Riley is right now. Todd Harmonson, Orange County Registered Senior Editor, one of the lead editors of the Southern California News Group. Is this a byproduct of newspapers hiring less experienced people at all in your mind, or is this just USC? You know, in this case, I think Luca is learning on the job a little bit. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's, you know, we're hearing from some others that they felt Something was coming from USC hmm. at some point soon. Um, that you know, and there were the warnings that he wasn't friendly to the media in Oklahoma. Um, that it was going to blow up at some point. This seems to be when it's happening, and yeah, you know, I think his he just was picking the newest target. And you, you know, they're blowing up things you, that just aren't big. Can you guys still cover the team? Meaning, is it just him who he's a, he's suspended from covering, but you can send another reporter in his place? Sure. Yeah. As far as we know, yeah, they could. You know, after this blows up, they might try to suspend access to our entire organization. We'll see. Yeah, but that would be bad. Uh, that would be so it bad. Would. Yeah. I mean, they've got a road game at Arizona State this week, so we're having to figure that out. But. Our plan is to still have Luca write about the team as much as he's able to do. Uh, we're figuring out what exactly that means because um, there's going to be some dynamics. But we have a, another reporter at practice today. Buy a um, ticket, we, put him put him in the front row, buy a ticket, have him write on everything he observes on the sideline. Like, you know, what, you know, you know it, it's ridiculous. It is. Yeah, I mean, we had this experience recently with uh, USA Gymnastics decided that they weren't going to credential one of our reporters who has exposed a lot of abuses within the organization. And this was for um, a huge event in San Jose recently where um, Simone Biles won yet another title. And Scott Reed bought a ticket, and he was right there reporting on exactly what was going on. Uh, you know, 
we'll do what we have to do to do our jobs. Todd Harmonson, Orange County Register. Thank you for popping on and helping uh, lend some depth to the story. Anytime. Take care. All right, you take care. There he is. Uh, what would you do? You know, Stephen, what would you do? I put that reporter right in the front row, buy a ticket. Everything said on the sideline, report on it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, just you know, show them that you're not gonna be you're not gonna be uh, intimidated like this. Uh, you want to be covered? Yeah, let's cover. I mean, let's cover you, the story. You got to speak the truth, man. You got to get it out there and be uh, what you see. So whatever, you know, you got to put them right there. Jake Dickert, Washington State. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face. Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but. If you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.